Welcome, everyone. My name is David Greenwald. I want to welcome you to a, a fantastic success interview that I'm doing with Diane Epstein. Diane, welcome to the call. Thanks, Coach. Um, I'm really happy to be chosen for this honor. Great. Well, do us a favor and just kind of start everyone off by telling us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? How old are you? How tall are you? What's your family like? All that good stuff. Sure. Um, I'm 38 years old. Um, I just turned 38 in November. And um, when I started with Leanness Lifestyle, I was 37. Um, and I live in the Chicago area. I'm actually a category manager for one of the country's largest retailers. So basically, I'm a buyer. Um, I, I work some pretty long, intense hours, and my schedule's pretty grueling. Um, and I only say that because I know that a lot of people use that, and I definitely use that as one of my crutches um, for a long time as why I couldn't achieve a healthy lifestyle. So it is attainable even with a crazy schedule. I'm married, no children, but uh, two lovely Jack Russells. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. So, okay, so what's your history been like with weight? You know, what's your background in fitness, if any, and how how long prior to uh, where you are now, how long had you been battling weight? So what's your history like? Oh, I've I've pretty much been battling weight my entire life. So um, when I was young, really young, you know, I'm talking like a toddler, um, I was pretty sick. Um, So, you know, nothing too serious, but I I was relatively on the thin side. And I, you know, got healthy. And about five years old, I started packing on weight. You know, no no issues there in terms of... uh, in terms of understanding why that happened, but, you know, my parents went through a pretty rough uh, five-year-long divorce, and um, I definitely used food as a as comfort then, and, and that definitely continued because then my mom was a single mom, and she worked, you know, up to three jobs. So, you know, the kids pretty much, uh, we fed ourselves, and as kids, what are you going to eat? Um, you're going to eat the sweets, and you're going to eat the junk and all of that. So... Uh, I've been very overweight my entire life, and um, in high school, I, I did play three sports, and, you know, there were times during high school where I would lose some weight and, and kind of be a more normal size, fit in normal size clothes, but I was always on the heavy side. Um, I would say, you know, in my early 20s, I, I did do some dramatic things. I took it upon myself to to control my weight, and... I um, I did start walking, which was great. Uh, I wasn't really physically active after high school, even though I had played three sports. Uh, I played soccer, lacrosse, and field hockey. So, you know, very intense sports, cardiovascular sports. But, um, you know, after high school, I just didn't. But in my early 20s, I started walking. I went to extremes. I, I cut out all fat from my diet. And so I didn't eat any fat, but I ate anything else. But as long as it didn't have fat, I didn't eat it. Um, and I did drop a, a lot of weight. Um, but quickly, you know, you you start straying from that lifestyle because it's not really a maintainable lifestyle, cutting all fat out. Um, so you let fat back in and slowly the weight starts creeping back on. And um, that's kind of what happened to me. Um, you know, I've tried programs like Weight Watchers online. I never did the meetings. Um, I've tried Atkins like three different times and literally probably got two weeks into it each of those times and 
just couldn't continue on because ironically enough, I'm, I came into lean this lifestyle liking fruit and liking vegetables. That wasn't my, my issue, but I also liked cheese and I also liked, you know, butter on them and, um, whipped cream on the, on the fruit. So, um, it, it was, it was always a struggle for me and it's been a, a struggle within my whole family too. So, um, it, I didn't necessarily have a great healthy role model to model myself after um, in terms of embracing fitness or embracing a really healthy diet. Um, and that I did say the bad word, but um, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> that's funny. Of course, Diane's you know, referring to, you know, she said she said a bad word because in Alina's Lifestyle, we, we try to uh, to not utilize the word diet to refer to our nutrition. And we all understand, though, that, uh, you know, diet is more commonly used to, to define, you know, the nutritional regimen that, that someone is, is eating. But anyway, so we just kind of chuckle about that. Well, <laughs> a couple of things pop into my head. One, that's interesting that you just, you've been struggling for as long, basically as long as you can remember. Um, yeah. But I, one of the things I want to make sure, if, so when we have the stats later, it makes sense. How tall are you? I'm five foot five. Five five. Okay. And when you say you, you struggle with your weight, so What's your earliest memory of knowing what you weighed and, you know, kind of what were the numbers uh, throughout your your life that you can remember? So I, I as early as I can remember is elementary school. And in elementary school, I don't actually remember the number. I just know that I was the, the heaviest person in my entire class. I was heavier than any boys and any girls. And, mm. you know, back in the 80s when I was in elementary school, and I don't know if it's still this way, you had weigh-in day at the nurse's office. And right. everyone from your class was lined up and you stepped on the scale and they called out your weight. I mean, it was humiliating, but mm. it, it wasn't even enough to be a wake-up call. But I, I loathed that day. You know, you knew it was coming and you didn't want to be called out. The and everyone chuckled and everyone snickered and even your friends were like, oh, my gosh, you know. So I don't remember the actual number, but I know, remember I was always heavier. I was always the heaviest person in the entire class. And then in mm-hmm. high school, you know what? I It's funny because I was never, you know, I think my first recollections of kind of realizing that I was overweight or obese was probably in sixth grade in elementary school. And I remember very clearly asking my best friend, I said, do you think this is all baby weight? And she's like, yeah, it's all baby weight. Don't worry. It's going to go away. And that's like the first memory I have of truly being cognizant of my weight in terms of well, maybe I should lose weight. Um, and then when I got to high school, I actually went to an all-girls boarding school. I went away for high school. And it was all girls. Everyone was very comfortable. We were all, like, very close friends. It was a very small school. It was an entire high school, 8th grade to, to 12. But there was only 180 of us, and we all knew each other. And even though I was one of the heaviest girls there, it was never, no one ever said anything to me. None of my coaches, none of my friends, no one ever said anything about my weight. I think when I became more active in, in sports, because I didn't play lacrosse or field hockey or soccer until I went away to boarding school, um, and I wanted to be, get better, I wanted to improve my performance, you know, I kind of naturally, by working out more and, and starting to make a little bit smarter choices in the dining hall, 
I slid it down. And I remember, you know, borrowing one of my friends had a size 14 pair of shorts and I borrowed them. And this was in eighth grade. So, you know, I, I was very young. I was like 12 years old. And I remember being so excited about fitting into a size 14 and I was 12 years old. So I don't actually remember the numbers. I do as a young adult remember when I did do like the, the craziness with walking and then cutting out all fat, the lowest adult weight prior to leanness lifestyle that I have a memory of is 163 pounds. And I remember being so excited about 163 pounds. And then in 2002, um, I, I got married. Um, and I remember on my wedding, right around my wedding day, I was so nervous because I had been thinner when my husband and I were dating. And as we got closer to the wedding, I had been putting on weight and I had found my wedding dress quite early. And on my wedding morning, I was really scared that my wedding dress wouldn't zip up. And I was tipping the scale then. I believe it was between 200 and 210 pounds. And it was a scary moment. I mean, my dress was very tight on my wedding day. And that's not what someone wants to look back on their wedding day and remember is, oh my gosh, I had to squeeze into my wedding dress and I was so nervous that it wasn't going to zip or the zipper was going to break. Um, so from a weight standpoint, you know, I, and then as, as I, you know, was married and, you know, through the course and I've been married now for 11 years, um, you know, I would say about six, seven years into the marriage, you know, I, I had gained, I was up in like the 240-ish range. Um, and then I, I joined Weight Watchers and I, I did lose about 30 pounds. Um, and that was, um, that was like 2009, 2010. So fairly recent history. And I got down to that 200 to 210 again. And, you know, clothes shopping becomes easier because I could squeeze into a, 16 or an 18 in a regular store. So if I kind of you knew the lay of the land, you knew what stores, you know, didn't just stop at 14 and carry a 16 or an 18. So it became easier. Um, but then I actually, I switched jobs and I moved from the East Coast here to Chicago. And my job got a lot more intense, longer hours, a much longer commute. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't exercising at all. And I very quickly, you know, not only gained back that 30-ish pounds that I had lost on Weight Watchers, you know, so tipping the scales at 240, but for the first time in my memory, because a lot of times I don't even weigh myself, you know, during the course of my life, but, you know, before I knew it, I was actually scared to step on a scale because I knew, so I stepped on the scale and it said 245 and then a month later, two months later, 247. And it got to the point um, right before I, I signed up for Lean This Lifestyle, I was at my heaviest weight ever and I was um, dipping the scales at 255 pounds. And it was very sad for me, but it was also very scary for me because for the first time in my life, I, you know, I have a two-story home and I would walk up the flight of stairs at the end of the day to come up to my bedroom and um, I would be winded. I would be out of breath. Um, I, if I did anything remotely physical, my body would ache. 
Um, you know, I'm talking about like scrubbing the bathtub. The next day, my arms would be sore, and I'd be like, "Well, I just scrubbed the bathtub." You know, I used to I used to play soccer for hours. I used to play lacrosse for hours, and you know, but reality check that was 20 plus years ago. Hmm. Wow. What? I, I, here's the thing: is I have to say wow because I know where you are now. We're going to get to that. <laughs> but wow, wow. I you know these are things I did not know. It's one of the reasons that I wanted to interview you is because I I really wanted to kind of see what your background was and because I I know the numbers. I know what's going on with regard to that, and I know um, some things about you after coaching you for almost a year. But boy, I I, I wanted to really get to know uh, these details and. How interesting. And so um, just to kind of reflect back or just to kind of kick it back and, and make sure that we're clear, the lowest you can remember being prior to Lena's Lifestyle was 163. The highest was 255. Yep. Okay. And, um, okay, so all right, I just want to make sure that, that we've got that. So, okay, that's that's quite a, that's quite a story. So, and in my heart, you know, it aches just even thinking about those things that you went through in the past and those various feelings and things that you've gone through. But, um, but yeah, there's there's definitely a silver lining here, that's for sure. But so let me ask this: before you lost the weight, were there any health, medical, physical, emotional challenges that you kind of routinely were dealing with, or that you ended up dealing with, or did your youth continue to protect you, you know, from? from any of those things? Had any of those things transpired? Oh, um, in terms of my actual health, I can tell you that um, I was scared to death to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor um, as infrequently as possible. So I did not go for regular checkups. So I'm sure had I gone for regular checkups, um, you know, I would have been told that, you know, things were deteriorating. Um, I could feel it physically. So it was almost like, well, if I don't go to the doctor, it's not real. So I can tell you, um, I think the last time I went to the doctor um, prior to leanness lifestyle was um, besides like just going in to get some cold medicine because I had the flu. Um, but I think it was probably like 2008. Um, so I had a regular doctor when we lived on the East Coast in New Jersey. And um, at that time, my husband and I went to the same doctor. And so we went in for checkups. And I want to say I weighed like 224 pounds then because I was embarrassed because I really liked my doctor. And, and you know what, my doctor, I think he was a good doctor. But at the same time, I think he was he had a, a great bedside manner, but he didn't want to talk about the tough stuff. So he, and I think that's one of the things that's reoccurring within my entire life is no one at any point in time, and not that I necessarily would have been super receptive to it, but no one at any point of time said, you know what, you're out of control, or, mm-hmm. you know, you seriously have to do something about your weight. You know, no one in my life ever had that conversation, and I think it goes back to that that first memory in sixth grade of my best friend saying it's just baby fat, it's going to fall off, you know, to my best friend from high school, who is still my best friend, you know, we've been friends for over 20 years and, you know, it's never, it's never come up, you know, she never, and not that, you know, and I'm sure it was because she didn't want to hurt my feelings, but never in my life. And as I said, it was in my family. I don't necessarily, and I know we might get to this point as well. 
through the majority of my life within my family, I did not necessarily have any healthy role models. And so it wasn't like my mom was going to sit down and tell me I needed to eat healthier because, you know, her idea was girl time, let's go out to dinner and have ice cream and, oh, you've had a bad day, here's a cupcake. And, you know, so so that mentality already existed. I wasn't going to get that. So I I really did avoid the doctor. Um, sorry to go off on a tangent, but I didn't really avoid the doctor. But even back in 2008 or 2009, when I went in for this checkup, I was diagnosed as a mild asthmatic, and I had never had breathing problems. Um, so I, I got a prescription inhaler, and that was something that was a little shocking. But you know what? I also didn't follow up with the doctor afterwards. Um, and then I was actually really sick about a maybe even a year after that. I actually got a really bad um, infect, like cold infection. But it was um, there was nothing they could do in terms of medicine. But when the, when I went in for the doctor to see me, and he basically told me to go home and get lots of rest. Um, for the very first time, my blood pressure was high. And for my entire life, I've had really low blood pressure, so low that nine times out of ten, they take it two or three times to make sure that it was accurate. But for the very first time, he was telling me my blood pressure was, was high, and it scared me. And that's actually about the time that I signed up with Weight Watchers, because I was like, it has to be attributed to my weight. Um, but, but then... I didn't go to the doctor. So after that, I mean, I, I was almost scared to follow up. Mm-hmm. So, and that was, this, it sounds like time-wise, that was maybe in 2010 or 2011? Uh, it was probably like 2009 because it was, it was okay. either 2009, 2010 because it was, I was still in New Jersey at that time. Okay. Uh, what, you know, what was your blood pressure? You just remember it was high? I just remember it was high and I'm mm-hmm. always, always very low um but i want to mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the numbers but it was high and even my doctor you know he commented he's like it could just be the cold um he goes but i want to i want to see you after because if your blood pressure is elevated and you know because it, this is completely out of the norm for you right right well let's let's jump ahead now just a little bit. Let's get you into Lena's lifestyle. How yeah. did you find Lena's lifestyle? We, Lena's lifestyle is not Weight Watchers. We don't no. have that. We're not the prom queen as far as advertising and all that kind of stuff. And so, how did you find us? And what courses have you done since you've been here? Yeah. So I kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier. For a long time in my life, I didn't have the healthiest role models within my own family. But actually, my brother and his wife. Um, found you, um, I believe it's almost five years ago now, and um, they both lost around, I believe, 70, 75 pounds each, um, and through, you know, almost four years of, you know, being with you, um, they were maintaining that, you know, loss, and um, obviously I was I was very connected to my brother and my sister-in-law, and even though we lived in different parts of the country at the time, we often vacation together, and it was amazing to see their transformation. Um, And so I have known about the program basically since they joined, Um, but I always say this, and I tell everyone this, you have to be ready to embrace it, because if you you go into it um, it, half-hearted, it's not going to be a winning situation. You're going to fight it every step of the way. You're going to find every excuse for it not to work, and so 
I knew about Lean This Lifestyle. I knew about Lean This Lifestyle at the time that I signed up for Weight Watchers. Actually, I have very clear memory of being out to dinner with my brother. He was uh, visiting. He was in uh, the New York City area, and he came and stayed with us. Um, and we went out to dinner uh, to this Cuban restaurant. And I, I was on Weight Watchers, and I was so proud of what I was ordering but I very clearly remember what he was ordering and how he was asking the waiter to prepare his food. And I said, well, that's a change. And he's like, it's the lifestyle. And you know what? It doesn't actually, it didn't actually hit me at that point, but now looking back at it, I totally get it. And um, I think um, what really happened to bring me in and to, to say, you know what? I absolutely am ready for this is um, New Year's Eve for 2013 uh, every every New Year's Eve, my brother and his wife hold a, a New Year's Eve get-together at their house. And um, that week uh, I, was the week I had stepped on the scale, and I had seen, you know, 255, which, you know, terrified me in so many ways. And I think for whatever reason, I was just finally ready. And um, they had been talking about um, doing doing the program again, you know, I think it's really clear within Lean This Lifestyle, we are um, we are more successful the longer we maintain our weight loss, but at the same time, you know, there is going to be a fluctuation, and there will be times where you might need to get a, a, a checkup, so to speak, back into the lifestyle, and so they were both going to be signing up for the, the 180 um course in February of 2013, and they had uh, told me that they were doing that several weeks or even months before, Um, but I started asking questions on New Year's Eve. I started asking them, you know, more about the program and more about the lifestyle and what to expect, and by the end of the night, you know, right before midnight, I had said, well, I'm going to do it, and I can do anything for 20 weeks, you know, if I just... If I just try it, what's the worst that can happen? You know, I might lose some weight. And in my head, I was thinking, you know what, I weigh 255 pounds, you know, over the course of 20 weeks. You know, maybe I can get back in that my comfort zone, so to speak, that 200 to 210-pound range where, you know, clothes shopping becomes easier. And, and you know, that was really top of mind. It, that was where I, my head was. You know, I couldn't shop at, at 255 pounds. I was struggling with clothes, and I was struggling to even shop at places where I knew I could find the larger sizes, and um, and so that was kind of my mindset, and and I did. I went and I signed up for um, the the early notification for early registration, and um, I decided, you know what? I know the course doesn't start until February, but I'm going to start making some changes now um, in the month of January to just start to prepare myself. Um, so one of the things I started doing was cutting out soda. Um, you know, and I had gone through many phases of my life where I didn't drink soda and many phases where I just drank diet soda. But regardless, I, I knew I knew I was drinking too much caffeine to begin with, and I knew I was drinking way too many calories. So that was kind of a first step. And I just started making healthier choices. I started walking on the treadmill, et cetera. And then the course started in February, and um, it was a fantastic. Um, it was way more than what I had anticipated. And my sister-in-law to this day tells me she tried to prepare me as best she could, but some things you just have to experience for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I did the 180 course um, in February of 2013, and obviously we graduated in June. And then um, 
quickly you introduced the 218 course, which I signed up for because at the end of 180, um, I had really accomplished a lot, a lot more than I had ever expected. But at the end of the day, I also knew I wasn't done. And so now we're just about done with 218, a couple more days, and um, then it will be on to 365. Hopefully, I I will graduate on time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I have trust me. I have great confidence that you're gonna you're gonna make this you know, a couple of attempts that we're we're squeezing out here in the last few days. Well, all right. So, you, I, I get that at the start of 2013, you were about 255. Where did you finish Lifestyle 180? What weight? And then and let's just start with that. So I finished, and it was a big stretch fall, but I finished um, at 179 and. 179 made me move from obese to um, just overweight. So that was the big so, yeah. Right. According to so according to BMI, and uh, you pushed hard in those yeah. final <laughs> those, in the final four or five weeks. You worked really hard. And d- do us uh, do me a favor and and just briefly tell you know the story because as you said, you're a, you're a buyer for a major uh, one of the largest retailers in the country. And, and that includes some travel that you have to do. And one of the travels uh, that you had to do, you actually had to do during Lifestyle 180, and you probably had to do multiple travels. But there's one that stands out in my mind. I think you had to go to China for one of them. And everybody, including me, knows that that, that can pose some real challenges. You're eating foods you're not familiar with and on and on. Um, but, you know, tell us just a, just a little bit about that. So um, actually, during the final action phase of um, of 180, um, I set a very aggressive goal, and for myself personally, and you actually did not set it as my goal, um, but I was kind of I was kind of bound and determined. So uh, during the last action phase, I needed to lose 21 pounds to finish at 179, and that really was my objective to no longer be obese. Um, but it so happened that during that final last five-week action phase, two of those weeks, I was in Hong Kong for work. And it was my first trip to Hong Kong. Um, and I had no idea what I was in for. Um, I researched as much as I could, thank goodness for the internet, in terms of you know what the gym facilities were at the hotel. Um, where I could get food or fruit or vegetables around the hotel, um, you know, what the room service menu was. I packed, I, I had one whole suitcase that was my body scale, my food scale, protein powder, protein bars, you know, anything I could think of, healthy snacks that I was allowed to take um, into a foreign country, anything I could think of that in case I couldn't have healthy food that fit within the parameters of the lifestyle, that even though it was a protein bar and not my first choice, at least I knew exactly what I was putting into my body. So I had this whole suitcase that was basically my backup plan. I had all my vitamins, all my supplements. I had everything. I had all the workout clothes. I would get up every morning at um, 4 a.m., actually 3.45 a.m., so I had enough time to get changed. I would head downstairs to the very lowest level of the hotel. 
um, to their gym, and their gym was connected to their pool, and so it was the hottest, and in Hong Kong in June is just ridiculous to begin with. So basically, you walk into the gym, and you're already drenched in sweat. And I would work out for two hours every morning. Then I would go upstairs to my hotel room, shower, change, meet my entire team at breakfast. And thank goodness, I, everyone told me breakfast was great. It was an American kind of breakfast buffet that I could get fresh fruit and egg whites. It was my favorite and festive meal of the entire day. Um, and then I would go and I would have meetings and I would have lunches and then I would have dinners and I would get back to the hotel, you know, anywhere from nine o'clock at night until midnight. And then I would not that sleep wasn't important, but I knew I needed to get my workouts in if I wanted to hit that 21 pound, um, super aggressive goal and, and, um, L180 at 179. And I actually was able to lose, um, uh, just over eight pounds um, over the two weeks that I was in Hong Kong, so it was it was kept me right on pace. If I hadn't done that, I would not have achieved um, my goal for 180. Yeah, that that was fantastic. We were we were so impressed, and it just shows your dedication and commitment. And as we say, when it's important enough, you find a way, and when it's not, you find an excuse. Yeah. And this was. <laughs> super important to you and you you did all the right things you prepared you planned ahead and you brought everything you could and then just you did the work um and i, I just think that's uh that's just uh, outstanding so what, what a great what a great story and a great testament to your commitment and the other thing is you your goal was 21 pounds but that was 21 pounds in five weeks yeah. and i just want to make sure that, and it was not 21 pounds at the start of lifestyle 180 when you've got yeah. all this extra water weight and and you're 255 pounds no it was after uh, 13 weeks had already transpired. So this was thir- 13 weeks in. You uh, you had set a goal of 21 pounds in five weeks, and you did and you did accomplish that. So that's just, yeah, it, that's just outstanding. It, it also, I mean, it it wouldn't have been had you not taken off, um, you know, the exercise barrier. Um, mm-hmm. So and allowed us to go as aggressive as we wanted to. So I was working out two hours a day, every single day except for. Typically on Fridays, I only worked out for an hour, um, and so but I didn't take any off days. So, mm-hmm. so that was that was definitely a difference maker, enabling me to get to the twenty one pounds. You bet, you bet. Well, um, it's it's one of the the inputs, you know, exercise amount, and as uh, as you've said. Early on, uh, we want to make sure that we've got things dialed in nutritionally and we've got other areas uh, dialed in so that we're not trying to out-exercise what we eat. But we get to a certain point, and you had, you had earned it. Um, I, as you said, I took the brakes off the exercise limitations, and you said, okay, I'm going to take you up on that, and you <laughs> most certainly did. So, all right, so continuing on, let's see here. Um, so I think one of the challenges that we could say you had to face for sure was was travel. Was there anything else that stands out? And if not, there doesn't need to be. But were there any other challenges that you you faced that stand out to you during your your one eighty and your lifestyle one eighty and two eighteen experience? I think um, the only other challenge, and this is I think everyone's challenge when you when you try to be healthier in general, is just um, understanding how everyone around you is going to react and how your lifestyle, your actual lifestyle may have to adjust. So um, 
my husband, you know, love him, but he has one of the fastest metabolisms that I have ever seen on a person, and he can eat, and it's part of probably what has gotten has gotten me, you know, to 255 pounds, is that when you live with someone who can can eat without gaining weight, and, you know, he, he does exercise, he always has exercise, but, you know, he... Over the course of 11 years of knowing him, he had maybe gained 20 pounds total, Um, you know, and as you age, you're going to gain a little weight. But, uh, you know, and when I look at it over the course of 11 years, I had probably gained close to 100 pounds, you know, so it was was quite different. Um, The other thing is, is my husband is, he likes to go out to eat. Um, and it's very much when I look back at how our lifestyle was, that's how we chose to spend our time. So, you know, we would go out to lunch together on the weekend. We would go out to breakfast. We would go out to dinner. And, and I think that that really scared me. And it was a barrier for, for quite a while. But I also knew that in order for this lifestyle to truly take hold and to make it work and not just because of my my personal life but as you mentioned how much I travel for work I had to figure out how I go out and eat um and it scared me to death basically because I didn't necessarily know how to go to a restaurant and not order a cheeseburger and fries or go to a restaurant and not order something that was covered with cheese and butter and you know, all those yummy, tasty things that are just so horrendous for you, as, if not in moderation. And mm-hmm. so for me, that that was a big barrier. And I would say for the first, you know, month or so of leanness lifestyle, even though I heard in the lounge, I heard people talk about, oh, I went out and I asked the restaurant to do this, or I went to the salad bar place and I got this, it, it really scared me. So, um, I actually think that my relationship with my husband suffered a little bit at the beginning for a couple of reasons. A, you have to put yourself first, and um, that's absolutely what I did. But B, because so much of our interactions and how we spent our time together previously was based on going out and eating and going out and not just eating, but, you know, having appetizers and an entree and dessert and drinks and, you know, um, the whole nine yards, and I also wasn't drinking, so it was, you know, a big difference. And even even on the other side of that, if we were sitting at home, it was, oh, let's watch a movie and have popcorn and open a bottle of wine and, you know, oh, maybe we'll have some ice cream too after that. And that was so ingrained in our lifestyle that that was probably one of the, the hardest things to really navigate and figure out how I was going to make the changes that I needed to make to be successful, but at the same time, not bring harm to my relationship um, and also make positive changes to how we spend our time together that we both would end up enjoying. Well, well, thank you for sharing that. One of the things that, that comes to mind is, the, the fears or the concerns and the issues that you faced with regard to, you know, going out to eat and the patterns and the habits that are 
relationships and that that are life for for so many people that are struggling with their weight very similar you know to what you just said so what i want to ask is and i'm not asking for you know i'm not asking for escapades behind closed doors to be shared so trust me i'm not asking but you so if you went out to eat and that's what you did and it was wine and you know, appetizers and and entrees and food 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 and that was what you did what and and I'm not saying it wasn't uncomfortable at first. It, I absolutely, uh, you know, believe you when you say it was, and and I and I feel for uh, for you and anyone who's going through the, those initial changes where they've got to buck it up, put themselves first, and and suffer a little bit. Unfortunately, as you wrestle through and sort out the the relationship and what's going to happen. So what I want to ask is. What did you find? What worked for you? What did you replace with the eating? How did you get through it? So we actually, it's, it's funny, is, you know, once I got past that in, that first month, and I would say that first month was really hard because I was scared to death to go out. But after that first month, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to learn how to eat out. And basically, I, my husband and I came to an agreement that we couldn't eat out every meal every weekend. And, I mean, that practically was where we were at um, prior to Lena's lifestyle is, you know, we would, on the weekend, every meal we would eat out. And um, I, I, my husband and I came to an agreement, and I said, you know what, if I want to be successful at this, A, I need to learn how to eat out, which I knew I needed to do. But B, I said, you know what? We can eat out once a weekend. And um, and then my husband, you know, he was definitely in that mindset of like, oh, well, I mean, and that weekend started on Friday night. So after work, we would go out on a Saturday, you know, Friday night and we'd go to BW3 and have wings and drinks and, you know, then, oh, maybe we should go grocery shopping or whatever afterwards. But, you know, that's how we kicked off the weekend. And so I actually started holding him to that once you know, once out a weekend and, and we kind of just learned how to work through things. And he would come to me and he'd be like, Oh, let's go out to breakfast tomorrow morning. And I would say, well, do you want to go out to breakfast tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, or do you want to go out to dinner with friends on Saturday night? I go, because I can only do one. So we need to pick which one we want to do. And I think a lot of compromise went into it, a lot of training, but then I think when we didn't go out to eat, you know, we started to cook together at home, which, you know, was a benefit. We started to work out, to, especially on the weekends, we started to work out together. Um, and, you know, one of the things, as you know, that became a passion of mine is running, which is something that had never transpired in my life before. Uh, even when I played sports, I hated the running part of it. But um, we started running, and even though my husband runs at, he probably runs at a seven-minute mile, and I'm down to about a nine-minute mile, we run at totally different paces, but we would sign up for races together, and we would go, and not that we were together when we were running, but when we finished our runs, you know, it was something that we had done together, and um, I think that all of those things in terms of, taking away the unhealthy aspects of how we spend our time together, but making sure we replace them with healthy things that we did together. Um, it became more enjoyable to grocery shop. It became more enjoyable to um, shop together um, for clothing, to 
come together and cook healthy meals to prep our food for the week to you know exercise together to run together to go to shop at Under Armour or Sports Authority together things that were weren't part of the, our lifestyle together before where they were so much dependent on the full hot food and drinks now we're replaced by healthy things. Um, even we did lean this lifestyle assignments together. You know, you gave us a great assignment in 180. It's still my absolute favorite assignment. You wanted us to go to a farmer's market or to a local farm. And that was one of the, uh, my favorite Saturdays of this past summer is, you know, we did. We went to a farmer's market and we talked to the vendors and we got delicious, yummy food and we came home and we prepared it. So, um, I think that it's all about that replacement and thankfully, you know, it's also about partnership because I knew I had to change um, and my husband supported me and embraced the change. And I know that through the lounge, I know that not everyone is as lucky as I am um, in terms of that give and take. Absolutely. Uh, you're very blessed and, and uh, you know, con- congratulations on that wonderful relationship that you have and the wonderful man in your life uh, who is your husband for, um, for supporting you in that way. And, and because it isn't easy at first, especially when really only one of you is doing it at first, and um, the other is used to you know a very kind of set pattern and enjoys that pattern. And as you said, your husband really doesn't have to; he, he's not had to fight his weight. If anything, you know, he's got such a fast metabolism. He's probably, uh, other than uh, some pounds put on over the last eleven years, has always probably tried to uh, fight putting on weight. If anything, if he ever wanted to do that, so it's very it was very different for you two and. Um, so I, I just think it's outstanding and a wonderful story. Well, let's keep this going. So let's go. We're, you know, let's go. Let's go all the way forward. Now we know that you were 255 when you started. We know that you had uh, high blood pressure for the first time. You were an asthmatic, prescribed an inhaler, um, and, and we know a lot more about kind of where you came from and, and some of the challenges you had to go through. So tell us, what do you weigh today? What size are you in now? <laughs> Well, today I um, I'm right around I'm right between like 137 and 139. Um, so you know 115 plus pounds lost. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I I truly never thought it was humanly possible. I think everyone hears all of those all those things that you tell yourself in your mind um, that oh it's my genetics it's my body type, it's my bone structure. I was one of those. I never believed it was possible that I could weigh in the 130s. I just did not think that that was ever attainable for me. Um, but here I am, and um, I've been I've been in this weight neighborhood since um, you know for the past two months because we did go into some maintenance um, over the holidays, but. As as you said, I have a couple of tons of pounds to lose in the next couple of days, but I have held right within that two to three pound range, um, and I did not think that was possible um, to be, A, to be in the 130s, and B, to go through the holidays and, you know, only fluctuate a pound or two. Um, so that's where I'm at today, which is that's, unbelievable. And It's uh, awesome. And from size perspective, I mean, as as a woman, every woman knows that your clothes are going to vary based on the brand. But um, I'm as high as a size four, 
which is unbelievable. <laughs> and that's the high size and as low as a size zero. So and then wow. when I started when I started Lean This Lifestyle, I was a three X. Um, depending on the brand, I was anywhere from a size twenty to a size twenty four. Um, so absolutely incredible. I can't. I, I it's hard to even form the words. I mean, a three X size twenty to twenty four to a high of a size four or as low as a size zero. I mean, I I remember you saying that when you were age twelve, you were size fourteen. Yeah. You know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've never. So- Never, I have no recollection of ever owning a size zero or two or four in anything. And I think one of the things that gets scary for me is um, my workout pants. You know, you like those nice, I like them nice and tight, especially when I run. And I'm now at the point where size smalls are a little bit looser. And I'm like, oh, can I find extra smalls? Or then will I be able to find extra, extra smalls? Um, and that is kind of unreal to me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just so so outstanding. 115 pounds lost, and just all all of the changes. But oh, that's just that's just so wonderful to hear. Um, well, let's let's keep this going. Let's keep it going. It's just it's just so fantastic. What what has positively surprised you about this process? I mean, I'm sure there were a lot of things that surprised you, but what positively has surprised you about this process? Well, I think one of the one of the biggest surprises for me, and and I know we talked a lot about the relationship changes with my husband, but I would also say as my relationship changes across the board, but specifically with my brother and my sister-in-law, you know, we 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 went on this one the 180 adventure together, um, and every single Wednesday night for every single Wednesday call during 180, we huddled up together, um, and we listened to the call together over at their house because they had three children, and um, you know of course we had conversation before and conversation after. As I mentioned too, you know my brother and sister-in-law and their family, as well as my husband and I, we go on vacation together, so. Um, you know, this summer we actually went on a, a two-week-long road trip, and I had, you know, two other Leanness Lifestyle men- members with me. And I'm not saying we didn't have our splurges, but, you know, we really held each other accountable. And not so much in the fact that, you know, oh, what are you eating? and Is that on the plan? But, you know what? You're around people who are embracing a healthy lifestyle. So, it's more natural for you to also do the same. So I think just one of the biggest surprises for me was having them as a support system and our relationships not only growing but also changing in a very positive way. And I would say when I say all relationships, um, you know, really affected by this lifestyle change, which was something I wasn't expecting, was also the new relationships. And I think that one of the most powerful things that Lean This Lifestyle has is the lounge and the community and the assistant coaches. And then, of course, you're, you know, you as the coach, but this amazing support system um, that really just embraces you and picks you up when you fall down 
gives you that encouragement and helps you celebrate your amazing successes. And it's not one-sided. It's not one person saying, well, look at how great I am and you should be doing better. It is It is a true community. It is a true support system. And that was one of the biggest surprises for me. I wasn't expecting it, but I also firmly believe that it's one of the, the top five reasons I was as successful as I was um, and have been and will continue to be is that I have an amazing new network of people who I consider friends um, because they, um, and it doesn't matter if they live in Atlanta or Boston or down in Southern Illinois, they are as connected to me and even more so because we have gone through this journey together than some of my closest and dearest personal friends who live right, you know, next door, so to speak. So true, and and so, and thank you for sharing. But it's uh, it's so good to hear, and and I do hear it, it often with regard to the relationships and the community and the strength of the lounge and and how supportive everyone is, and and that's something that I, I definitely want to stress. And you've said it, you know, a few times now. Is no matter how unsupported you might feel in your own personal life, the thing about the lounge and our community is you're going to feel incredibly supported, especially when you're going through. Uh, the Lifestyle 180 course or whichever course it is at, at LL University when you're going through those things together. Absolutely. Um, so, all right. So let's see here. Um, so what's the best part, if you can pinpoint something, what's the best part about being 115 pounds down from your start? And I, I want to have you address this, and I know this might sound like a ridiculous question, but as you said, early on, when you had your brother and sister-in-law who had already done Lena's Lifestyle, had lost some really nice weight, had been keeping it off, and had been, you know, I talked to you at least a little bit about it here and there, you, you had done Weight Watchers. So there was something about Lena's Lifestyle that was a little bit off-putting or scary or something that I'm not even mentioning. But I, I want to ask, um, you know, now, this question that may sound a little bit ridiculous, and it's this, is it really worth the effort that it took to get to these 115 pounds off because no one listening is going to think that that was easy it wasn't um it was effortful but was it worth it and if it was what's the best part about being 115 pounds down from your start yeah i mean it's it's a big commitment and you know i think um the the further you get into the lifestyle the more meaningful looking back each individual lesson is. And as you reflect, you know, at the time you, you take, you know, you read or you watch the video or you listen um, and you, you take in the information and you do the best to apply it. But I think when you are able to truly be reflective on it and how it impacted the journey, I think that's the most important thing. Um, and that those, those lessons are really what keeps you in it because it's tough, and there are definitely, there were moments that I didn't want to keep going, and there were moments when I did want to just go order a pizza, and there are moments when, you know, oh, all my friends are going out drinking, and I'm sitting here drinking club soda, and, you know, I could be having a better time if I had a glass of wine in my hand, and there's all these little moments, but honestly, by having a structured program, and I think that has goals and objectives, and you know that what you're working for right now, you know what? I might not have time to make up 
two slices of pizza and two glasses of wine if I have a goal that I have to hit in a week. And I don't want to be the one who doesn't make their goal. And for me, that really kept me engaged uh, in the program. And all those little lessons that kind of feed into creating a lifestyle that makes sense and works for you, um, really, as I said, during the time, they're, they're tough decisions, and sometimes you, you may shake your head, and plus me, there were plenty of times when I was like, what is Coach thinking, and why do we have to do this, and, you know, why do I not have to, what, what does it matter if I don't watch TV for a week, you know, what does it matter if um, I, I have oatmeal today and for the next seven days, you know, what does it matter? But in hindsight, all of those little things make a whole lot of sense, and they're all part of the lessons, and everyone who goes through the program learns the lessons. It's just how you ultimately interpret them and and bring them into your own lifestyle. And I think that there were plenty of times that I, I felt like giving up, but I think that there's lots of it, it was hard. It was tough. And no one, I, I don't think anyone who goes through um, any of the courses is going to tell you it was easy. But at the same time, I think I held myself accountable, but I also felt like that wonderful community that we've talked about a lot, they held me accountable. And I didn't want to disappoint them. And I didn't want to disappoint you, the coach. I didn't want to disappoint the assistant coaches who were regularly checking in with us. And I also didn't want to disappoint myself um, because I had said I was going to do something. And there was a goal that was set for me, um, you know, in conjunction with my own input, of course. But there was a goal. And I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm very driven. I'm very goal-oriented. So if someone sets that goal out and I fail to meet that goal, then I'm going to be very disappointed in myself. But I'm on the flip side of all of that, the best thing is, is, you know, after 115 pounds loss is, you know, I originally thought that it was, like I said, I originally thought I was going to maybe get back into that 200 to 210 comfort zone and clothes shopping would be easier. And that was really top of mind. But for me, there's been so many amazing positive changes. So whether it's just more energy, the ability to do things. I get up every day now at 4 o'clock in the morning and I work out. And I could barely get out of bed, you know, at 6 a.m. to go to work, you know, in the past. Um, mm-hmm. The energy is amazing. I'm not tired. I don't spend my Saturday and Sunday taking naps every on the couch in the afternoon. I don't spend my time, um, you know, sitting like a log on the couch all day watching movies. You know, yeah, it's nice every once in a while to sit down and watch a movie, but I, I want to do stuff. I want to be active. Um, one of the other great things, and this was in my why, this was, um, you know, something that was really important to me. I hated, and I, I know a lot of people do this when you're, when you have weight, I hated having my picture taken. And so looking back, you know, there are years of my life where I was in zero picture. Oh, I'll take the picture, but I don't want to be in it. And I have to say that that's probably one of the best things is to record all these wonderful memories and moments and not be embarrassed by how I look in a picture and the fact that I have six chins and, you know, I look however I look. But, you know, to be happy to be in a picture. And that was probably the most amazing thing of this um 
two-week summer vacation that we took. I wanted to be in every single picture, and I have great pictures with my family and my niece and my nephews and pictures that I proudly display. Um, And so that was a a huge positive change. And then, honestly, for me, one of the biggest accomplishments of this entire process was, you know, we talked about that Hong Kong trip in June. Well, I had another Hong Kong trip this um, November, and um, it happened to be on my birthday. Uh, I was actually, I lost most of my birthday with the time change. But the day before, um Actually, the day I flew to Hong Kong, the day before my birthday, I ran a 15K, and um, I set a goal for myself to run uh, an hour and 30 minutes, um, and I actually finished in an hour and 26 minutes, and I ran that race with my husband and my sister-in-law, who's Lena's Lifestyle, and one of our amazing assistant coaches um, from Lena's Lifestyle, so it truly was a culmination of all the effort, but also to say I did something that I never thought was possible. Yeah, that's so special. Uh, and congratulations again on that and uh, uh, on all of that. What what an amazing journey and what an amazing story that, that you are sharing with us here. Thank you so much for uh, for doing that, Diane. I, I really so appreciate it. Um, but to, to do that, you know, as you did, even... To, to do that just before your trip even. I mean, just all the stuff you've got to do to prepare for your trip, and now you're running a 15K, and you're going to do it in less than an hour 30, and you, you achieve that goal as well. And and being in, in all the pictures, it's so common, so, so common. I hear it so often from um, my, my clients that, that start, and as you just as you said, they don't want to be in any picture, and there are, like you said, years where there are just no pictures at all. Um, I just think... I think you're so relatable, and I think your story, in so many ways, is um, is already touching people as they're listening to our our interview today. But I've got just a few more questions, and then um, and then we'll be uh, we'll we'll wrap this up. So you already shared some things that you're doing, but you know I'll ask the question anyway, just in case anything got left out. Are there things you can do now that you weren't able to do before? I talk about a ridiculous question, right? Um, what are you doing now? I know you're running, but what are you doing now um, that you just couldn't or wouldn't do before? And maybe you've already covered most of that. Yeah, I, I mean, running is definitely the biggest one. Um, I just think um, before I, I, and like I said, I was an athlete in high school and I hated the running um, part of lacrosse and field hockey and soccer. I hated it. Um, I couldn't control my breathing. I couldn't you know, I didn't have the stamina to, to run when we would have to do, like, even a three-mile run. So I – and I think that it's so much more than the physical aspect. That there's so much that's mental about running. And um, for me, it's been a new a newfound joy. And so running is, is probably number one on the things that I do now that I couldn't do before. I also think just – energy in general, um, and energy to do everything. Um, so all that stuff that you always want to do, but you're too tired or you just, you know, you, you really just need that nap or you, you got to sleep in or you got to go to bed earlier. And you know what? I, I have just so much more stamina. Um, and I think too, you know, wanting to be more socially active, you know, when you don't feel good about yourself and how you look and, 
and, and honestly how you feel because you're eating crap and you're not taking care of yourself. It's really not enjoyable to be around other people at times. You, you want to close yourself off. And I think for me, I want to be more active. I want to be more engaged. I want to, you know, be, um, be a participant in my own life, so to speak. And I think for me that those are the, the biggest positive changes. Um, and everyone, you know, even my sister-in-law, who is a leanest lifestyle, you know, graduate, she, um, she's like, you're just, you're more um, out there now. Like, even when we, when we have, uh, and this is another little thing, but my brother and my sister-in-law and I, we all live in the same subdivision. And um, our, we have, like, wine night. Um, and we also drink other things. Trust me, I bring my own club soda these days. But, um, you know, even we just had one in December for Christmas. And uh, my sister-in-law said to me, she's like, you're just more social. Um, and so those are all great positive changes. I also think one of the most amazing positive changes is that people ask me for advice now on healthy lifestyle. And um, never in a million years did I think that was possible. Um, and never in a million years would I have thought of myself as a healthy role model. And I think for me, just inspiring other people, which I never thought was possible either, um, is kind of, it's such a blessing, but it's also one of those biggest surprises of the whole situation. Um, and it, it's really enjoyable at the same time. And it keeps my, me engaged in my own health um, because I don't want to disappoint people. And I think that that's one of the things that when you when you join Leanest Lifestyle, you you sign up to put yourself first, um, and it's really important that you do that. But at the same time, there's uh, most people go through this phase where you're worried that you're disappointing people because you're putting yourself first. And so now, if I'm worried I'm going to disappoint people if I don't stay successful because I they've told me that they're inspired by me. They're to, they've told me that they're so impressed by what I, I have accomplished. And now I don't want to disappoint them from that aspect. I don't want to not be true to the lifestyle for not only my own health and wellness, but also because I am now realizing that others are looking up to me for what I've been able to achieve and I don't want to disappoint them, and I want to keep them engaged in their own health. Well, what I can say about that is I'm not surprised that you are a role model to others. Heck, yeah. If I was uh, struggling with my weight and I, I knew someone personally who had lost 115 pounds, and here's the here's the big thing that stands out to me. Not only did you lose 115 pounds, but you did it the right way. You did it in a way that you can tell your physician with pride. You did it in a way that you could you could tell someone quite young uh, as, as, a, as a role model. You, you did it in a way with no pills, powders, potions, gimmicks, gadgets, fads, liquid diet, you know, garbage. You did it the right way. And, and um, heck yeah, heck yeah, you'd be somebody I'd want to I'd wanna ask questions of and, you know, what does it really take and how'd you do it? But um, that's just so, so good to hear. And I'm not surprised. You're, you're the person that if you were my neighbor and I was struggling with weight, you're somebody that I would definitely want to ask. You know what what you've done. So, so thank you for sharing that and and um, what a, what a great mindset you have uh, with regard to making sure you 
you continue to lead from the front, as I say, and continue to lead by example so that the people that are asking you questions and are kind of watching from afar, some some close and some afar, um, that you continue to lead them um, in, in the right way. Because as we say, you know, lots of programs out there are focused on weight loss, but at Leanness Lifestyle, we are really, truly focused on permanent weight loss. So getting this weight off and keeping it off is, is definitely what it's about. Well, I've just got one more question, Diane, one more. And it has to do with the person listening to this who is doubtful, um, doubtful in themselves, doubtful whether they can do. And I hear this, and it's maybe one of the reasons you did Weight Watchers before Leanness Lifestyle, even when you knew of Leanness Lifestyle, is that people will describe Lifestyle 180 as intense. And yeah. we, you know it's an educational experience, and there are many educational lessons that you do have to listen to, and you have to take a quiz, and you have to, you have to go through and do a number of things. Um, so someone may be listening thinking, oh, my gosh, and, and we hear this all the time, right? I could never do that. I could never do that. Now, they may be talking about the Lifestyle 180 program, or they might be just be talking about changes in their nutrition or their exercise program, or both. I could never do that. Well, someone's listening to this right now that has doubts about whether this program will work for them like it has for you. I just want you to to say whatever it is that you would want to say to that person who was where you were, what advice would you give to them? And they're wondering if they should invest in themselves one more time uh, by beginning the next course. Yeah, I Coach, I would tell them that, um, you know, A, if you are truly ready to commit, and I think that that's the biggest thing, are you truly ready to commit to yourself to be the number one priority for 20 weeks or 26 weeks or a year or two years or however long it takes to get you to the point where you were at your new live at forever weight? Um, if if it has been a pain point like it has been for me my entire life, um, you know, basically as long as I can remember, then if you are at the point where you are ready to commit to yourself that you are going to be successful and that you are willing to do the work and that, and that it is scary. Trust me, it is scary. But I know that at the point that I was ready to commit to myself, um, I was more scared of where my health was going, where the scale was going, the fact that I was 5'5", 37 years old, and 255 pounds. You know, my husband's a huge sports fanatic. We watch lots of sports on TV. And when I realized how much I truly weighed and we would, it was football season, and you hear, oh, you know, he's he's this, you know, 6'4 linebacker or whatever, and he weighs, you know, 240 pounds. And I was sitting there going, I'm 5'5", five, five. I'm 38 years old, I'm 37 years old, and I'm sitting on the couch, and I weigh 255 pounds. I weigh more than that football player. And I was so scared of where I was and where I was going to continue to head that I was ready to commit to myself and do whatever it took. And you know what? I have the mindset, and I think that's the most important. If you are in that position and you're ready to, to commit, you have to come in with that open mind. And um, I remember early on in our 180 course, 
I was like, I'm just going to do whatever coach tells me to do. You know what? My brother's been successful. My sister-in-law's been successful. By then, I had, you know, learned the stories of many of the assistant coaches and seen their before and after pictures. And I said, you know what? It's it clearly worked for all of these people, and they have also maintained it. So, you know what? This is a 20-week program. I am going to do whatever coach tells me for the 20 weeks. I'm going to put myself first. That means I have to say no to other things in my life. And I am going to do this for me. And at the end of 20 weeks, if I've, you know, I, I went in with the mindset of I've, if I'm down to that 200, 210 range, you know what, I'll be really happy. And over time, your mindset changes as you get into the course and as you learn. But if you are ready to commit to yourself and to your health, then take the plunge because it is so worth it. And the rewards are so much greater than all the little things that you give up because of all of the things that you're gaining over the course of the journey. And I think at the end of the day, you have to be ready uh, because if you're not in the mindset that I will do anything for my own health, then you are going to struggle. And I know that at the start of our 180 course, when I committed to myself that I was going to do whatever coach told me to do, I also know that there were people on our weekly calls that were fighting you every step of the way. And I could see that because they weren't ready for the change um, and they ultimately weren't going to be successful. Um, but the vast majority of people within our class were successful, were committed and ready for the change. Um, but if you're not, and I knew, and like I said, I knew that when I signed up, I was ready to embrace it. And I knew of the program for about four years prior to signing up, um, I wasn't ready to embrace the change. I wasn't ready for the reality that, guess what? You can't eat crap and not exercise and not understand everything psychologically that goes into all of this weight loss and dependence on food and all, all of that that you have to be willing to kind of open the doors on and stare at and, and stare at and actually address, I wasn't ready to do that. And I would tell anyone, if you're not ready to do that, then you probably just need to stay engaged and you will come to the point in time. But I'm a firm believer that you have to be ready and you have to be willing to embrace it and you can't fight it because if you fight it, it's not going to be pleasant for you or for your coaches, and you're ultimately not going to be successful. Unbelievably outstanding, you know, words of wisdom coming from someone who's been there and done it. And uh, the only thing I can say at this point is thank you so much for taking time out of your day to share a part of your life with us and do this interview with me. I know for a fact that now and in the future, you know, near and far, uh, what you've said today in our interview is going to uh, help people in innumerable ways. You are going to motivate people um, beyond, uh, I think, our wildest uh, imaginations. And so with that said, I just want to say thank you so much again. It was an outstanding interview. I'm so glad that I asked you, and I'm so, so glad that you accepted <laughs> to do the interview. Um, and uh, we will be seeing you, of course, online on campus. 
And we look forward to watching your continued uh, journey and continued successes. And I just want to encourage you to do what you're already doing and continue to lead from the front. So thank you again, Diane, and we will speak to you soon. Great. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Lena's Lifestyle University or Lifestyle 180, just visit LLUniversity.com. That's LLUniversity.com.